Mm-hmm. And uh, I told you I was going to be back. I told you that uh, this is a, uh, uh, it's Friday, man. It's Friday, so let's Friday up. Let's Friday up. Uh, I am Tony Vizic, and you are whoever you want to be, and you are listening to, I'm trying to get this. I don't like having a lot of ceiling in the shot there. I don't know if I like that shot either, though. Uh, there, how's that? Um, that's really, I want to get it centered there. All right, there we go. Uh, I'm Tony Visick, and we are back with uh, our second installment today of Living on a Thin Line on uh, Facebook Live and ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. I want to say hi to Lauren Molliver, who has driven nonstop, nonstop to uh, the nation of Canada to be with his lovely wife. That is true devotion, true devotion, sir. I'm going to wave to you. Trey Goodman, um, filmmaker extraordinaire, Trey Goodman is uh, with us, my cousin Mimi. So uh, we promised you uh, earlier, <clears throat> matter of fact, yesterday, we had, um, which still would be earlier, uh, we had uh, said that tonight, that today we were going to go at 7 p.m. instead of 2 p.m. because I was going to go in today for a, uh, a uh, medical procedure. Uh, I was going to become a woman. No, uh, I was going to go in and, uh, I was going to go in and uh, have uh, something called radio ablation to reduce a certain amount of pain in my back couple things. My back has been feeling kind of okay lately. I mean, i am still got an awareness of my back, and that's how you know if something's wrong is when you're aware of it. You're not supposed to be aware of these things. Uh, but um, uh, I had decided in an, uh, in an abundance of caution that um, I really didn't feel like driving all the way to Mesa, Arizona, from Maricopa, Arizona, and then being put under with uh, sedation and having this. Uh, there was a couple reasons why. Um, one is because everything that's going on. And two, because uh, oftentimes this procedure, the first couple of weeks, you're in, more, in, you're in more pain than you were when you previously went in as everything is uh, healing up. So um, I decided not to go. Therefore, we did go on today at 2 p.m. All right. Hello to Pat. Hello to Randy. Hello, Charles Kaminsky, John Bohawk, Randy Hausner. Uh, Randy is watching again. Arthur Belkind. Arthur, how are you, pal? Uh, Arthur is a, a very funny guy and a good personal friend of mine. And he's on right now. Um, he was supposed to be on our show uh, last Sunday at Stir Crazy. Um, no, no, no. I'm sorry. This coming Sunday at Stir Crazy Comedy Club. We may have been the uh, second to last co- uh, comedy show done in Phoenix. We may have been the last stand-up comedy show done in Phoenix when we did a show last Sunday afternoon. We were still under the then uh, federal and state guidelines of uh, either 50 or 25 under uh, Colleen McLaren says, hey, Tony, uh, glad you were healthy. Glad you rescheduled. Not a good time to have surgery. Arthur Belkind said, looking great. Arthur, I can't see you, but damn it. It's just fine to see you popped up here. Uh, yeah, it was not a good time to go in and have um, uh, elective surgery. So I took a little break and we're hanging home. So we're going to have a full weekend here. We're fooling around with the best um, best way to transmit our uh, comedy workshops. Uh David John, our David, uh, a.k.a. David Van Winkle, is on. Hello, David. We're looking for the best way to um, transmit our comedy workshops, which we'll be doing uh, via um, the Internet this week. Uh, And we're playing around with Zoom right now with my brand-new computer. Uh, We've also thought about Facebook Messenger. But for those of you who are interested in maybe being part of that community, um, we'll be letting you know over the weekend uh, which way we'll be uh, transmitting which way you'll be able to connect, and of course, uh, which way you'll be able to uh, uh, help us out with uh, the tuition 
for that particular workshop. All that will be coming up. Andrew Freeman is watching. Andrew, from the early days of uh, ComedySchools.com, when we were um, when we were the Tempe Comedy College, how are, how are you, buddy? I hope everybody's safe. I hope everybody's well. I hope you're doing everything you can to keep yourself in a good headspace. Um, you can't really see this room, but just a little bit from what you're looking at, you can see that it's quite a mishmash. You can see the uh, baseball pennants hanging up there. There's uh, uh, on the other side. There's uh, all sorts of doodads and knickknacks. Uh, I'm going to do some silly things I've always wanted to do. I have a huge album collection. I'm going to organize my album collection. I've got a, a CD collection. I'm going to organize that. Stamp collection, comic book collection. Kind of a weird thing for a uh, 64-year-old man to have. But uh, um not going to say I was a deprived child. But uh, uh, I have those things. I'm going to do a lot of little fun things to keep myself occupied during this time. Okay? And, and, uh, you, and you should do that too. Uh, if you want to tell me right now what you're planning on doing uh, this weekend to keep yourself occupied, I'd be uh, glad to uh, glad to uh, know and to mention to people and talk about it. Uh, Andrew Freeman says he's doing well. I'm glad to hear that, buddy. I hope, you know, like I said, I hope everybody's doing well. So I'm going to do that. Um, I might do something also very weird that um, nicest sell I've ever seen. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, Valerie Roberts is watching, a, uh, once again, a very funny stand-up comic from right here in the Valley of the Sun. Um, this is a hell of a time, ain't it, boys and girls? Um, from everything I'm seeing and everything that I'm reading is that we really can adhere to this. And the uh, more people that will adhere to it, the sooner we'll be able to flatten this curve and begin to reduce the transmission of this uh, this uh, uh, particular uh, uh, virus, okay? Kevin Brown is watching, okay? Iraq Kevin Brown. We know two Kevin Browns. We know Vietnam Kevin Brown and Iraq Kevin Brown. And Iraq Kevin Brown is with us. Judy Harrington, hi, how are you? Once again, you guys, let me know. Kind of type into your phone there. Uh, tell me what you're going to be doing this weekend. That's kind of a fun thing, kind of a fun project that you um, always kind of put on the back burner, that you wanted to get to, whatever the silly thing is, you know? Um, so uh, also, you know, something I'm going to do is I have a huge collection of books, about half of which I've read, okay? Hello, Linda. Hello, Jamie Stone. Once again, another uh, guy from the early days of uh, ComedySchools.com. Um, let me know. I, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to dig out some of my books and read a uh, actual book, uh, Old School and New School Kevin Browns. That's right. That's right. So I'm going to organize some things that I have. I'm going to clean up the garage. Uh, Judy Harrington says, packing and moving to Reno, Nevada. Wow, Judy. You know what? Yeah, if you're driving, you won't, um, you won't encounter uh, very much traffic, as I understand it. Okay, but um, uh, that's a lot of work. So uh, my hat is off to you. I'm not wearing a hat. I don't have a hat on right now. Um, give you a look at a room here. Uh, and my wife, who is also my uh, producer, is in the room with me. Uh, Jamie Stone says, "Can you you can read? Yes, I can, Jamie. I just read what you wrote. That proves it. That can, proves that I can read simple sentences anyway. Um, and also, I got two dogs who, for some inexplicable reason, which is beyond me, uh, decide that whenever we're going to come in here and do the podcast, and it's kind of a small room, it's kind of a small room, um, they decide that they have to be in here too. And I have no idea why, but it's important to them. My dogs, Roscoe and Chica, our dogs, Shirley and I's dogs, Roscoe and Chica, that it, when we're in here, 
uh, doing this podcast, they have to be in here as well. Other times I'll be in here doing other stuff and uh, they won't uh, they won't come in at all. Except sometimes Roscoe will. Nita Banyaga, uh, who I know from my early Hollywood days. Uh, yes, indeed I do. Good to see you shouting out. Netflix weekend. I'm cleaning crap that's collected. That's right. Shale Brenner is watching. Um, Jamie Stone says, good to hear your voice again. Stay well. Good to see you popping up here, Jamie. All right. You stay with us. Wanda Vaughn is watching. Um, so that's some of the things that we're going to do. Uh, I also got a notice from a dish. We're uh, dish customers that um, they're going to make um, 100 free previews available. Although, oddly enough, 90 of them um, I already have. They're making CNBC a free preview. But we already have CNBC. Uh, no, they're not going to have epic showtime. As a matter of fact, I don't think there's a uh, flicks. I don't think there's a uh, single... Um, uh, station of the 100 that they're going to offer free that we don't already have, except for flicks. Colleen McLaren says, we're going to have a fashion show to decide which clothes get put in the donate bin and which get to stay. All right, that's good. Linda, Daniel, hand, Linda Daniels Hernandez says, I'm spending way too much time on Facebook, but staying home, walking my dog, going to the dog park, enjoying the garden, and cleaning my house. It's so clean. Uh, Mike Ramsey says, I hate my neighbors. I'm learning every instrument. <laughs> you know, you should learn like the French horn and the bagpipes. Uh, I have been learning how to play the guitar for 20 years. Um, and uh, when I play it, especially in the evening, I play it with headphones on as to not aggravate my neighbors. Let's be nice to our neighbors. Let's be nice to the people around us. We're all going to get through this. All right. Uh, also, if you get a little anxious, if you get some anxiety, if you get some concerns, make sure that you call someone, make sure you talk to someone, make sure you can, uh, um, face, uh, FaceTime someone. Arthur Belkind says, can we safely do a podcast show? Uh, we'll find out. We will find out, won't we? Keith Ellis sent a voice message, but Keith, I can't actually, um, answer that right now, but I will. Keith Ellis, very funny. You know, a lot of these people. When we get past this, if you are going to be in the Phoenix area, you're going to want to see Valerie Roberts. You're going to want to see Arthur Belkind. You're going to see Keith Ellis. Yeah, you want to see Mike Ramsey, too, who um, is always the roast master of ceremonies every year in August when we do our annual roast. What's Judy Harrington doing this weekend, Tony? I'm going to volunteer at the hospital in Reno. We are all going to need to pitch in here in Bullheads. What? I have what you know. Okay, well, let me finish reading what Judy wrote, all right? Uh, we are going to pitch in here in Bullhead City, Arizona right now. There is no crisis. Good. Good. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Joel Martin says, do you have huge hands or a mini mic? Uh, bad perspective ratio joke. It's actually just the uh, angle of the camera. All right. So it makes it look like that's a, that's a big hand. Uh, hold on. Shirley's going to tell me with Keith Ellis, one of the funniest guys, not just in uh, the city of Phoenix, but nationwide, sent a... Hold on. That is not. That is not. Uh, that's not Keith Ellis. That, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see what it is in a moment. We got a, a lot of laugh things up here. That's good. That's good. You guys are laughing. We're having a good time. Uh, Colleen Nalik is watching. So one of the things I love about doing this right now is um, the connections across all strata of my life. From um, when I was a little kid living in House Springs. Little kid living in House Springs, Missouri. I know my wife is playing with the phone as we're doing this. 
uh, I would say uh, that's not professional. But hey, man, you know what? We're not professionals. We're just people, man. We're just people reaching out. That's what we're going to have to do right now. We're going to have to reach out to one another. Uh, Mike Ramsey said fake news. Fake news being that he is uh, funny. That's true. Okay, Mike, you know, if that's what you want to say, you go right ahead and say it. Uh, but, I mean, people reaching out from all different strata of my life. Colleen Nolick, who, um, of course, uh, I knew from uh, when I lived in House Springs, Missouri. Sandy DePerna Phillips, my uh, road agent. Um, she was the lady who booked me on the road for so many years. Such a wonderful woman. So instrumental. Hi, Sandy. So instrumental in uh, the careers of so many great stand-ups, giving them their start, helping them along the way. Uh, once again, what are you guys doing to keep yourself busy? this weekend all right and uh don't uh sammy uh sam mccrory who sometimes goes by sammy J, who sometimes goes by sammy sam is watching james noonan how are you what are you guys gonna do this weekend all right, all right so let me ask you this are any of you gonna go out anywhere at all my plan for this weekend is to go uh nowhere all right uh, uh <laughs> sandy says uh, what the hell time zone are you in you said seven Seven o'clock, Sandy, Mountain Standard Time. We are in the uh, greater Phoenix area, so we are in Mountain Standard Time. Uh, and I think you are on East Coast Time because uh, you're in Ohio now. I've actually kept track. I think at one time you were living in Florida. Arthur Belkind says, the thing that Keith sent us, fantastic. It is four minutes from a gal who tells you all the things they have learned in China re-corona. You must listen. So um, I certainly will listen to that. But um, uh, Colleen McLaren said staying in as well. So our plan for this weekend is we're fairly well stocked. There's two of us. Uh, we've got everything you need for a crisis like this. Um, is just to stay in all weekend. Okay, so um, and thank God that I'm with someone who I absolutely love and uh, we'll be able to get along with. Um, I'm trying to think of references that will help us um, and this is kind of a, uh, I don't mean to, um, uh, I remember watching Diary of Anne Frank um, and that the long period of time those people lived in a very small space together. Uh, we're going to be able to do this uh, and have a better outcome. Valerie Roberts wrote, I plan to go to my couch and watch lots of Netflix and Amazon Prime. Champ de Blasio says, yo, Tony. Okay, so that's a good thing to talk about. What are we watching on Amazon Prime right now? We're watching... It Shirley, is it called Hunters? We're watching Hunters with Al Pacino. Uh, it's a uh, television series on Amazon Prime based in 1973, I think, uh, primarily in New York City uh, on the East Coast about a group of uh, uh, Jewish people, one of whom is a uh, Holocaust survivor, who are hunting uh, uh, Nazis who have secretly infiltrated the state's government. And I got to be honest with you, when I watched the pilot, and then watch the, uh, the second episode or first episode, I was a little surprised because it took on a really kind of cartoon uh, um, kind of vibe, you know, uh, as opposed to I thought it was going to be a straight-up uh, sort of drama, dramedy, that it was going to be a drama that used humor sometimes to push the story along. But this turned out to be more of a uh, cartoon-type thing and more of a, a superheroes against supervillains type thing. So I don't know if any of you are watching this, what your thoughts on it are. I haven't read a lot of reviews on it, but that's kind of what we're watching right now. Uh, what are you guys doing this weekend? Sam McCurry said, how long do we have to wait before we can dress like Road Warrior movies? Sam, you already dress like someone in a Road Warrior movie. 
Okay, uh, Sandy DePerna Phillips says, uh, who would have thought that Howie Mandel, who's so freaky about germs, was smarter than everyone else? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, Tina Green just to put up a nice little uh, gif. They're called, are they called gifs or gifs? I mean, no, G-I-F, gif. She put up a gif of Snoopy. Snoopy, a uh, cartoon character that saw a lot of us through uh, back in the day. Um, Sam McCrory says on Amazon Prime, watch the boys. Watch the boys. So I think that this is going to be a great time uh, as far as uh, uh, how we can turn anything into a positive. It's going to be a good time for a lot of uh, sort of inner discovery. Okay, I think what most of us will discover is that we just like to watch a lot of television. Uh, and I'm certainly going to do that. Uh, you know what? We have both Kevin Browns on now. Vietnam Kevin Brown and Iraq Kevin Brown. Two guys I know Kevin named Kevin Brown who are veterans. One who served in Vietnam, one who served in Iraq. That is fantastic. Hi to both of you guys. This is going to be a time we're going to be able to discover, you know, all around our house. What do we got? What do we value? You know, uh, how are we going um, to access those things? So um, I remember just a few weeks ago, uh, Shirley and I were just going to go shopping because just to go shopping, you know, for stuff. Uh, and I said, you know what? I, we don't need to buy any more stuff. I think we already have enough stuff, you know. But um, when I started collecting, of course, then it started getting out of hand was bobbleheads. I, I'll show you that in a, uh, in a future podcast episode. I, uh, I used to collect old time radios. You could see one of them right there, kind of where my arm is. Uh, I can't quite get up to it because my arm won't come in. It's kind of weird. Right there uh, off of this shoulder, you see an old time radio. Uh, hello, Colleen Nolik. Uh, hello, Lorraine Willis. Um, um, and then once people found out that I collected old radios, that's what they started buying me uh, for gifts for. Uh, holidays for Christmas for my birthday and it kind of got out of hand I probably have about 70 old radios so I kind of switched around I started collecting old comic books you know comic books I collected they're kind of strange was uh, underground comics from the late 60s early 70s because I used to read them when I was a kid comics by R. Crumb people like that but then I kind of switched by uh, to bobbleheads let me I got I've got two Ar two Arizona Diamondbacks bobbleheads two LA Dodgers bobbleheads I've got a James Dean bobblehead, which is supposed to be uh, kind, of, uh, uh, kind of valuable. I've got a Mo. No, I don't have a Mo. I have a Larry and Curly Three Stooges bobblehead. I don't have Mo. I have a Darius Miles L.A. Clipper bobblehead. So I started uh, collecting those, and then I went, all right, enough of that. Matter of fact, uh, Shirley was at Goodwill, uh, I think, earlier this week, picking up some stuff we needed uh, over a week ago. She was there, and... Um, she um, uh, finally went, she goes, there were two bobbleheads there, but I didn't know who they were, and we can get out of hand with this, so she didn't buy them, because we could then go nutty with bobbleheads. Uh, let's see what else is going on here. Sandy says, I'm going to declutter and take an online course of some kind, something really outside of the box. Great, great idea. Very cool. Uh, hello, Christopher Boardman as well. You know, um, um, and this is not the course that Sandy would take, because she wouldn't need to. But uh, I will be announcing over the weekend how you can access our stand-up comedy workshops if you're looking for an online course to take. Uh, some of you on here are already enrolled in our advanced class, and we'll be announcing to you via uh, private message initially how you'll be able to uh, uh, continue the course with us uh, via uh, personal messenger. And then um, uh, we're also going to offer a basic course 
for people that have never taken one before that'll show you how to write, rehearse, and perform stand-up comedy. So there's a lot of that going on. Uh, my daughter is in Los Angeles. She is a teacher. I think they're going to teach online courses. My brother is a college professor. Uh, he's uh, set up everything to teach his uh, courses online. There's going to be a lot of that going on, and that's a way that you guys can be helpful uh, to your uh, fellow man. Uh, a lot of people are now without income. A lot of people are without any uh, very little money. A lot of people got caught very flat-footed by this. A lot of people live uh, week to week and check to check. And a lot of those people are uh, entertainers uh, of all stripes, musicians, actors, stand-up comics. So a lot of us, now I have been teaching a stand-up comedy workshop for close to 20 years. Uh, but a lot of people are going to kind of do it new. Check out their workshop, man. Help them out a little bit. If we all help each other out, it'll be just like what we do in real life anyway. Because in real life, oftentimes the guy who... Um, works as a bartender at uh, the zipper house, then goes down and has pizza at the pizza joint, you know, and the money that he made on tips at the zipper house, he spends on pizza at the pizza joint. So we kind of move money around in our economy that way. So now we're going to move it around um, uh, this way. So take that online course, okay? Do that. Uh, one thing politically, um, everybody kind of knows where I, uh, where I uh, land on the political spectrum. You all kind of know where uh, most of you who know me know where I'm at there. Um, I did see that the federal government was talking about um, handing out checks, handing out checks of up to twelve hundred dollars uh, per person. And that the uh, Democrats um, kind of opposed that because they said it'd be better to extend unemployment benefits. That's a great idea, except a lot of the people who are hurting right now are not eligible for unemployment be uh, benefits because they're part of the gig economy and they're independent contractors. Someone who has their own uh, yard business is not uh, eligible uh, for unemployment. Someone who is a, uh, uh, a karate instructor is not uh, eligible for unemployment. Someone who's driving uh, um, Lyft or Uber is not eligible for unemployment. We're not eligible for unemployment. So I think a combination of the two, some direct payments to all of us to help us through these tough times, along with an extension of unemployment benefits is going to be the way to go as we get through what's going to be a historic, a fascinating historic uh, time in our history uh, economically. I think one of the good things about what's going on economically, you know, because uh, there's going to be uh, much higher unemployment. We know that. And we know that the stock market's taking hits. Uh, one of the uh, good things is that it was uh, Bob Rocky's there, Troy Botkin's there, Angelo Cianfraco's there. Uh, let's see what I got going here. I kind of got stuck, so I didn't get all your stuff here. I just want to finish that thought that uh, for a lot of us, um, it's gonna, there's been a big uh, kind of there's going to be a big economic contraction, but hopefully it'll just contract back to like 2010 when things were still going really really well. Okay, so we'll kind of see what happens. Angelo, I love you too. Uh, you can, Sandy says, you can thank me later for that plug, huh? Uh, Bob Rocky was know if I'm hiring. Bob, you're working steady right now. Colleen Nolick said, I collected antiques for 40 years, inherited twice. I do need to part with some stuff. Christopher Boardman seems like with this virtual advanced course will help with my stage fright. <laughs> yeah, it will help with that. Troy Pocket says, what up? I'm teaching copywriting at GCU and would love to share your online intro comedy course to my kids. Troy, we're going to talk after this, okay? Very cool. 
Bob Rocky says he can ride a bike. He says, I'm looking through your window. No, you're not. Sandra D is watching. Um, <laughs> let's see. Drug dealers can't wait till the checks come. I'm not going to tell you who said that. Uh, Denise Payne is watching. Casper Suarez is watching. Let's see. Todd Boyles. All right. So we're getting some good information about what you guys are going to do this weekend. But kind of make a specific plan. But also let's be um, a little easy on ourselves. The main thing is to keep ourselves uh, busy in a positive way. Busy in a positive way. Okay. There's a lot of volunteering we can do as well. Um, and we're going to explore some of that. Uh, there are actually jobs opening up right now. There are jobs opening up at Amazon and um, some of the big, bo which traditionally big box stores, Amazon, Walmart, uh, Fry's grocery stores out here, because um, there's some of the few things that are functioning right now. So they need a lot of workers to fill those spots. Troy Pockin said, uh, uh, I am me. I got to run. Love you, brother. Love you too. So, you know, it might even be possible that during this uh, difficult time, to get one of those jobs and to, um, you know, uh, uh, be actually be more gainfully employed than we were previously. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, if, if the situation arises, it might be something that I do. Uh, Tom Sims is watching. I just saw Tom pop up here. Tom, how are you? Tom, who is a uh, wonderful guy. I'm going to wave to him, wave my cousin Lori. Uh, so that's two sisters on, Mimi and Lori, my two cousins. Des C's on. Tommy, how are you, buddy? How's everything? Uh, Tom Sims, who is the owner of a, a wonderful comedy club here in the greater Phoenix area in Glendale, uh, Arizona, to be exact. Uh, Stir Crazy, where we did a show uh, Sunday, is now on. Um, it was while we were doing our show that we, they then uh, even reduced the uh, number of people that could uh, gather. And then uh, finally, um, all the comedy nightclubs in uh, Phoenix had to... Uh, uh, temporarily suspend business and what, that's what I'm saying temporarily suspend business so uh, he says he's hanging in there uh, Julian Buckowitz is watching hello Julian champ said talk about independent contractors I have a sports bookmaker friend who called me up today saying how long is this shit going to last before he goes broke it is a tough life yeah uh, Don just says Tony you are the walrus to you Don I say cuckoo cachoo Sandy DePerna Phillips says, a lot of people think the lockdown means you can't leave your home, you can't go for walks, etc. There are parks that are uh, sanitizing and the park equipment so you can take your kids to parks. Yeah. You know what we have? Uh, hello, Diane Lamprick. What we have directly behind our house is a large junior high, and I'm able to take the dogs back there and close the gate, and they can kind of run free, and uh, we can uh, walk around. Uh, and we're pretty much within the guidelines of six feet. 600 feet or even 6,000 feet. So that's good. Today, though, today we had a little, uh, a little jump start in the heart because uh, we took the dogs back into uh, uh, on the junior high grounds, and it's a huge 15-acre. I kind of walked it off one time and measured it. It's about 15 acres, two baseball fields, soccer field, basketball courts, a lot of just open green space, all uh, right directly behind our house. So, uh, and we let the dogs uh, loose and we let them run free. <laughs> and this would be the second time now we have two dogs, Roscoe, who's about, I don't know, 60, 70 pounds, and he's half lab and half pit. Somebody goes, which is he mostly? He's brown. Uh, he's brown. You know, he's got good eyes. He's got a good heart. And I tell people, I go, I'm going to try to pet him right now. There we go. Um, I can't get him in a shot. 
uh, we tell people that um, if you um, if you uh, like uh, pits, he's mostly pit. But if you don't like pits, he's mostly lab. We also have uh, somebody who a little dog I've called uh, eight pounds of fun forever, uh, Chica, and she's a terrier Chihuahua mix. Well, today as I was walking way at one end of the park, and Shirley was way at one, another end of the park, and one of her sisters sent her a text. She looked up and Chica was gone. Now this is the second time that Chica has totally disappeared on us. We were there. First time was about six months ago. Uh, six months ago. And uh, we freaked out looking for her because we got to find her anywhere. And as I was calling her and I was all the way over in the schoolyard, I heard her barking from what was near the front of our house. And I ran over there and somehow she'd gotten out of this enclosed schoolyard and gotten in front of our house. Today, once again, totally missing. Dog, totally missing. So Craig Shoemaker is watching. Hello, Craig. How are you, my good friend? Uh, Doug Starks is watching. All right, Doug, man, my buddy from the very beginning of this sober comedy journey. So the Chihuahua's missing 15 acres, flat. You can see from one end to another, clear as a bell. How did she disappear? Well, she's little and she's fast and she's brown. So I get from one end of the park to the other. I can see that my wife is distressed. Uh, it, that's right. And she had, Sandy says, I have one of those yapping little dogs like yours. They are yapping little dogs, and they are bossy. Um, I see she's distressed. She goes, Chica's missing again. Go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So uh, Shirley goes, I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to rush to the house and see if she's there. And Roscoe and I keep looking around uh, uh, the 15-acre schoolyard for her. And, you know, I'm walking around going, Chica, Chica, because that's how I call her. Chica, Chica. That's how I call her. Um, and then I get a call on my phone from Shirley. And I had the presence of mind because I turned the sound uh, off of my phone, the ringer. All right. Um, Sam, I'm going to answer your question in a minute. Okay. Um, I, I turned the uh, sound off. So it's not ringing all the time because like you, I get a lot of um, scam likely calls. You know, now's them to buy that timeshare in Boca Boca. Um, ooh, I always want a timeshare in Boca Boca. So we just, you know, we tur I turned the sound off of my phone. I haven't had the ringer on on my phone for years, unless it's a particular emergency. So I turned the ringer on. I hear it ringing. And what the dog had done is it gone from the schoolyard. Uh, Doug Stark says, little fast and brown. So, so am I, but I ain't missing. Uh, no, you're not, Doug. You're right here. I'm, I'm talking about my dog. Um, uh, and... Sam, when I say 600 feet, what I'm talking about is when I'm back in the junior high schoolyard, there's about 600 to 6,000 feet of space between me and anybody else. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Sandra D says, what an awful feeling when we lose sight of our pups. I'm on the edge of my chair. Sandy says, wow. Uh, she was watching too. That's right, Sandy. Hey, Craig. Craig, uh, Sandy DePerna Phillips is on here. You're really blessed. He's not playing with his kids. I know. He loves those kids. He spends a lot of time with them. Um, finally, I get a call from my uh, wife. She had gone through the school area. And there's, what had happened the last time was there was a gate that was open. And Chica just took off without us seeing that she had taken off. And had gone through this giant park, through the school area, then made a left, then made another left, and went down to front of our, to the front of our house. This time, Shirley uh, was able to get her because the gate was closed and locked, but she was standing there kind of pissed that she couldn't get through because she, uh, she wanted to go home. So we found Chica. Uh, that's the upside. It was a great relief. 
Uh, the downside for Chica is uh, she's not getting off the leash anymore. You know, uh, we thought we had it down, keeping an eye on her, you know, because she, she can tend to, she'll tend to want to wander. That's the great thing about having a giant dog park with just two dogs is that they can kind of wander free wherever they want and you can see them. But this is the second time that Chica has uh, snuck off on us. So we're going to have to keep her on a little tighter leash, unfortunately. Uh, let's see. Sandra D said, thank God. Yes, Sandra, we, we, we did find her. Both the dogs are here safe and sound. Sam McCrory says, I thought there was a new guideline for us to be near our home. No, Sam, there's no, uh, you know what? You know what? Sure. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make fun of you for that. Uh, he, because Sam thought when I said 600 feet, no, there, there is, there is not bad. Okay. Uh, although I'm going to be staying close to home, especially all weekend, all weekend. Like I said, today I canceled elective surgery. Uh, we're staying near the house. I think for a lot of us, uh, at least for Shirley and I, uh, we really like where we live and um, we like the things we have and we enjoy each other's company. So we're going to, uh, it's going to be, um, there'll be times, I suppose, where um, uh, Shirley's looking at me and thinks I need to be whacked on the head with a wooden spoon. Um, but uh, we're going to, we're going to be able to weather this because we're in a good spot. We have a pool that I've let get kind of dirty, but because uh, in the wintertime you can't swim in it, I'm going to clean it up. If we're, uh, and I don't think this will be the case, but if we're here during, you know, uh, within a few weeks when uh, you can swim, we have a pool in the backyard to swim in. So uh, we're in a good spot. I hope you're in a good spot too. Uh, one of the things that I'm trying to do with this podcast, with Living on a Thin Line, and it's named after a Kinks song, the band The Kinks. And they have a song that just, uh, the chorus just rings in my head. Living on a thin line. Tell me now, what am I supposed to do? So my wife just gave me the, she just gave me this because she doesn't think I'm a, she doesn't think I'm a good singer. You know, it's a good thing you weren't married to Bob Dylan. Can you imagine? So whenever I start to sing, Shirley does this. Okay. So uh, can you imagine if Shirley's married to Bob Dylan? He's over there going, uh, once upon a time, you dress so fine. She's like, what is that? What are, what are you doing? But I'm singing. That didn't sound like singing. Um... Uh, Sam McCrory says, are dogs lawyer or they develop Stockholm? You know, Sam, I don't know. What I know is, well, Stockholm syndrome is when you fall in love with your, Doug Stark just said, don't sing. You know what, Doug? You know what, Doug? All right, all right. You know what? Here you go, Doug. Are you ready? You ready? Chances are, since I wear a silly grin, the moment you come into view, chances are, there, you know what? And it's got to doubly bother Doug. You know why? Because he is a wonderful singer. He is a wonderful singer. Doug Starks is a wonderful singer and a pitch-perfect Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, impersonator and also uh, does an incredible job with Stevie Wonder music. Um, let's see. You, run, you people run off the cast. Uh, you run people off faster than the virus. That's what Doug Starks just said. Damn, Doug. Damn. Damn, Doug. That's harsh. All right. Uh, let's see. That's right, Sam. It was Ray Davies who did uh, Living on a Thin Line. Uh, he's the lead singer of the Kinks. I don't know if it was a solo thing or a Kinks song. Tina Green says, my favorite joke is still uh, the Jimi Hendrix National Anthem one of yours. Yeah, I can't do that anymore because, um, well, I can't do it here because it would yeah, really run everybody off. It was a sound effects. It was a sound effects joke where I used to do, talk about how um, I had a, it was a fictional nephew that listened to, uh, what was the time, hip-hop uh, hip -hop or rap, and I would do like a, 
kind of thing into the microphone. I go, that has, that's not music. This is music. And then I would do a Jimi Hendrix impersonation. I'm not even going to do it here. It'll mess up the microphone, mess up your ears. But I would just blast it through the speakers. And I go, now that, my friends, has a melody. So uh, that was something I wrote in the 80s. Uh, let's see. Doug Stark says, your singing gives me flu-like symptoms, but you're very entertaining. Thank you very much, Douglas. Thank you so much for saying that. You know, as long as I can make you happy, Douglas. <laughs> Doug, and as soon as this is over, we're going to bring that Stevie Wonder show that you and I were talking about here to Arizona. We were talking about bringing his tribute to uh, uh, Stevie Wonder to Arizona. Uh, uh, Doug says, I love it when you rap, break us off. Uh, yo, yo, yo. That's it. That's my, that's my entire rapping thing. Yo, yo, yo. I go with the flow. Okay? I think Doug Starks is a big man. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, there. I just did that. My God, I just did that. Um, anyway, uh, thank you very much, Tina, for remembering that joke all the way from back in the 80s. Uh, Sam McCory says, some people have pets, others have hostages. Shut the door per... We'll get out... If that was all right, so I think I think Sammy is now. I think he's doing it uh, where you speak and type thing, and it's coming out. Uh, it's coming out uh, a little garbled, Sam. Uh, Doug Stirk said, "Okay, okay, okay." <laughs> I'll create a Stockholm syndrome here. What this show is about, and uh, tonight is just a uh, Friday night kind of special edition. Everything on the news is coronavirus, uh, and we got to keep it. We got to keep abreast of it. We got to be able to keep track. Uh, it is uh, taking over our lives. One of the cool things about looking for the dog today is that we were doing something that was non-coronavirus related. You know, that wasn't a forced thing. Um, I talked to um, one of the members of the board of the Homeowners Association this afternoon, too. We, uh, I'm on the board of the HOA here. You can go ahead and make fun of that all you want. Uh, I don't blame you. Um, Doug says, now you know why we, why we comics. We can't type. That's true. That's true. Writing is not our forte. Um, and we're going to be doing some things for the community here. Yesterday, I got a call from a construction crew who wanted to know something about a sidewalk they were pouring. I was never so happy in my life to be having a conversation about pouring uh, uh, concrete and building a sidewalk next to a wash uh, in our uh, neighborhood, in our subdivision, than I was yesterday because for a few minutes, I was talking about something normal again, something pre-March 2020. Sandra D said, did you know cell phones lower testosterone, especially when you carry them in your pants pockets? Um, no, Sandra D, I did not know that. I did not know that. Although um, I do oftentimes when I'm driving, I do have mine sitting between my legs. And that might be, uh, that might uh, explain why all of a sudden I like uh, Mar Mariah Carey tunes. Um, Trey Goodman says, I'm president of an HOA. Ugh. Yeah, you know, it's a weird thing. Doug Stark said, cough at your next HOA meeting. Well, I would, Doug, but it's going to be uh, online. It's going to be online. Uh, I, had a, I had a conversation yesterday with a number of members. Some people are not quite, you know, um, and man, it's okay. But they're not quite here yet. We're going, okay, there's a, a, a temporary but very, uh, uh, very, very strong new reality. And I was uh, exchanging emails with one of them, and I said, we're probably going to have to do meetings online. And he said, well, I don't know if we can do that legally. I go, man, we're in a different time in a different place here. And he goes, well, still, it's, it's above my pay grade. And that's true. But uh, we're going to have to be, you know what we're going to have to be doing is we're going to have to be making some extraordinary decisions 
that fall outside the bounds of uh, the normal rules. And because of that, we're going to have to make sure that they are decisions that we're making that are in the best interest of everyone. So a simple thing like um, uh, having a large, deep conversation about whether an HOA can have a board meeting because the business of the community still has to go on, can have a board meeting online uh, and understanding that um, even if it's not within the bylaws to be able to do that, that uh, we're probably going to have to do it is, I think, making a good decision outside of the boundaries of what we would normally think about. Under other circumstances, there's no way. There's no way that I would go, all right, let's, uh, let's just have the meeting online. But right now, uh, we cannot meet uh, one-on-one in person. This is the way we're meeting right now. Um, Kevin Brown says, I know your soul is hurt with missing your new favorite one. Number one favorite rapper, Coolio. Yes! The show this weekend, Tony. However, his flow show and prove through you because they clearly have benefit you and your freestyle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mic drop. That's true. Tomorrow night, Saturday night. I joked for years, especially with my younger students, where I'd be talking about music and they go, well, what about rap or hip hop or uh, acid house funk or whatever? That you'd, you'd never listen to that? I go, no, I, I like rap. I said, as a matter of fact, I know who the greatest rap singer of all time is. And they go, who? Who? And I go, Coolio. And they just all look at me like I was nuts because I particularly love um, Gangster's Paradise and uh, Fantastic Ride. So, uh, and I always joked about it. Always joked. About it. it was always the running joke. Coolio. Tony likes Coolio. And then one day, uh, a couple of months ago, a student came ro- uh, into the room that we used at the fabulous Tempe Center of the Arts to teach our stand-up comedy workshop, which will now be online uh, starting this week. Uh, came in and uh, uh, said, you're not going to believe who's coming to the Tempe Center for the Arts. And Coolio and Rob Bass, it takes two to make things go right. There, I just ruined that song for you too. There, uh, they were coming to um, the Tempe Center for the Arts. It was the joke come alive. It was the joke come alive. And a whole bunch of us were going to see Coolio tomorrow night now that's postponed but i will see coolio and uh ladies and gentlemen i hope that when i go see coolio that all of you will be with me uh doug stark says all this difference is great it compels us to create love what you're doing thank you doug man you you stay close uh sandy deperta phillips says i'm so happy for your podcast you're always uh more entertaining than the news but you're still talking about relevant topics we're giving it a shot sandy Randy Amoya, a very smart attorney who's in her class, says Rob Bass is better than Coolio. Randy, I'm now charging you double for the class. Uh, Michael Patrick Hurley is joined. Uh, Doug Stark says, do you know who the first rapper recorded was? It was Jimmy Dean, Big John. At the bottom of that shaft was a mighty, mighty man. Big John. Big John. Big, big John. That's right. Jimmy Dean, who later on um, went on to make Jimmy Dean pure pork sausage. Uh, I remember him when I was a little kid. When I was a little kid, I loved that song. I loved the song. Uh, uh, so there's a question. Let's answer this for a second, okay? Everybody ready? Everybody ready for a, a different question? So let me ask you this question, all right? What, um, you probably have your own favorite type of music, whether it's uh, rock or classic rock or rock and roll uh, or rap or gangster rap or jazz or opera, or straight-up pop, or soft rock. What song is it that you... Uh, hey, Josh Nasser, how are you, buddy? 
Uh, thank you, Champ, for what you're saying. Ch uh, Champ said, great show tonight. What song that is out of, uh, um, that is, doesn't fall in the category of music that you really, really like, do you, uh, do you really, really like? In other words, um, I like a wide array of music, all the way from country music to jazz. I mean, I can sit down and listen to Hank Williams and then listen to John Coltrane back to back. Um, I, uh, I'm not a big opera guy. Uh, I've been to the opera once. I went once. Um, and basically, uh, a guy, a, a really large guy, uh, kept singing to a really skinny woman, and there was a boat hanging uh, from the ceiling. And I still don't know what that opera was about. But what songs do you listen to that people are surprised that you like? For, people are surprised that I like Gangster's Paradise, Paradise and that I like um, uh, uh, Fantastic Ride. So is there any song, uh, Tina Green or Josh Nasser or Champ or Randy or any of you that are looking at Sandy? I know, this, I know what this is a think or any of you that is like one that you're almost surprised that you yourself like. Uh, Tina Green says, uh, Brazilian Bossa Nova Samba. You mean like uh, the only Bossa Nova song that I know and that I like was from when we were kids. There was that young and ten and tall and smart, the girl from Imponina. I think there was that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I wouldn't normally, normally listen to Bossa Nova. You know what? Oh, uh, Kevin Brown um, says Slayer, Raining Blood, and many others. You would not think if you met Kevin Brown that he liked, uh, uh, what would you call that? It's not necessarily heavy metal, glam metal. Uh, Andrew Irwin is watching. Todd Link is watching. Todd and I spent many an hour driving from triple gig to triple gig across the, uh, uh, the Northwest back in the uh, 90s. Back in the 90s. That's right, Tina. The name of that song is Girl from uh, Impaniva. Champ, Champ de Blasio says old country music. Yeah. Yeah, I really like old country music, which I think also explains my love of Dwight Yoakam. So I found myself really liking uh, Dwight Yoakam. Kevin Brown says death metal. The kind of music that he likes that you would not normally um, associate with him is death metal or black metal. So the question we're asking here is what songs do you like that uh, are not part of what you normally listen to? Sam McCrory says advice for this apocalypse. Refer to groceries and supplies. Start every sentence with there are times in a man's life. All right. Okay. Uh, when in doubt. Uh, do what Ted Nugent would do. Okay. Uh, Kevin Fitzgerald is watching. We're going to wave. Um, Sandy Phillips says, who remembers Barry Sobel, uh, a stand-up from the 80s? He would start out, uh, I'm not the Beastie Boys. I'm not Run DMC. Uh, Tina Green says she loves Dwight Yoakam. Yeah, that's true. I remember Barry Sobel from, uh, uh, from the 80s. He had, that, uh, a great, he had a great bit where all he did was the punchlines, but it was hilarious the way he put it together. Champ de Blasio says, growing up in an Italian neighborhood, we heard opera all the time. I love uh, Aubrey Italian opera, uh, that I don't, and, I, and that I don't know what they're saying. Uh, Doug Stark says, a classical, Beethoven, uh, Fiorelise. Yeah, okay. Trey Goodman says, a lot of the old Zeppa stuff I like. Uh, Sandy DePerna Phillips says, he was rapping. That's right, Barry Sobel was rapping. There was that, what that was that, like kind of around that Beastie Boys time. Okay, um... I think the first rap music that a lot of um, mainstream America, this is mainstream, uh, mainstream America uh, became uh, aware of was uh, the Beastie Boys, you know, and, uh, you know, with, you know, you got to fight for your right to party. Uh, so uh, we all kind of like that. Uh, Valerie Roberts says that a rebel yell by Billy Idol is out of the uh, wheelhouse. 
of uh, what she normally listens to, but a song she likes. Sam McCrory says heavy polka metal is something that he, uh, heavy polka metal. I don't know if there is such a thing as heavy polka metal. Polka polka. Polka polka pico pico. So what's that? Yeah, so like Mexican. So, but I, I think Sam's lying when he says heavy polka, polka metal. Um, and then Tina Green says replying to Sam, uh, LOL. So anybody else, music that you normally uh, would not listen to that uh, is just something that really kind of rings your bell? Uh, Kristen Fusco is watching. Hey, Kristen Fusco, how are you? Kristen Fusco, who was, uh, uh, on the brief time I had a radio show, she was on, the, uh, on uh, AM and FM. Uh, she was, uh, she was on the show. I hope you're doing well. Guys, I hope you're all doing well. Okay? Right? I hope you're all doing well. We're going to hang in there. Right? Now, tomorrow, I got to go in a little bit because we still have some other things to do tonight. Trying to set up either Zoom or Skype or Facebook Messenger for some of the more formal stuff that we're doing. Um, oh, Tina Green says the, the chipmunks and the monkeys. Okay, that's good. Uh, Sandy Perna Phillips loves rockabilly. Okay, that's good. That's good. We're getting somewhere. Uh, we got some other things that we have to do tonight. Um, David Van Winkle says, Convoy taught me CB lingo. That's right. This is the rubber duck. Uh, we ain't going to pay no toll. Um, we got some other things to do. We will be back with you tomorrow at 2 p.m. So tomorrow, 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Keep in mind that we are in Arizona. We are in Mountain Standard Time. So um, if you are um, in the uh, Midwest, you're probably Central Standard Time. And if you're on the East Coast, you're Eastern Standard Time. Central Standard Time, you're going to be one hour ahead of us. Eastern Time, you're going to be two hours ahead of us. And I know, Sandy, like where you are in Ohio, that part of Ohio is Central and part of it is Eastern. So it gets a little crazy as it is in Indiana. Um... So uh, we got all that going on, uh, but we're going to be back 2 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, I need a break and a glass of water. You know what? Yeah, I do. I got, I got a bottle of water here. So I, I just think it's unprofessional. I look like a, I look like a U.S. senator from Florida if I just all of a sudden take a drink of water while I'm on. But I'm going to. Uh, if you're in California right now, we are the same time as you. That gets a little confusing, but... 2 p.m. in California is 2 p.m. Arizona time. Hello, Lyra Manning. How are you? Um, so tomorrow at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, we're going to come back on and uh, be taking your questions, talking with you, interacting with you. We're going to keep it fun. We're going to keep it light. Okay, we're going to keep it enjoyable. We're going to uh, uh, use this. I'm using this as a way to um, give me something to hang my hand on every day. Because a lot of things we used to do, get up, go to work, I go to this restaurant, I go to this coffee shop. Uh, those things are not available to us temporarily. Temporarily, they're not available to us. So we're going to build a new kind of reality, a new group of things we do that allows us to organize our day. We're going to do that. That's what you're going to do. You're not just going to sit around and, and lapse into lethargy. You are not. Okay, there will be a, um, there will be a poll to do that. There will be a, a poll that laps into lethargy and just anxiety. There's going to be some tough stuff coming. But you know what? There was tough stuff coming anyway. All right? This is just different tough stuff. All right? I got to say uh, hi to Kelly Wilson there. Uh, yes, Sandy, I will see you tomorrow. Kelly Wilson, my first roommate, is here. We are going to create new, uh, new ways to, 
to organize our day so that we have things to look forward to. And what I would like you to look forward to, because I'm going to look forward to it, is tuning in here on Facebook Live and ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com tomorrow afternoon at 2 p.m., okay? Uh, tell your friends about this. I would like to, I've got a lot of longtime friends that I just love with my heart and soul. People all the way from grade school and high school to my days as a stand-up comic to everything I'm doing in Phoenix now and people from Hollywood. Uh, you're all hopping in here, okay? And I love it, but let's make some new friends too. So tell your friends, family, and pal, I'm going to post this on my Facebook page right after. Also, if you just want to listen, you can go to ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com and within 30 minutes or so, this show will be posted there as well. Okay, but tell new friends about it. I'm going to post it and I want you to share it. I want you to share it with other people you know because they might like it too. And we're going to build a big community right here, okay? We're going to build a big, a big community right here. All right, that's all for tonight. Okay, I'm going to do some other fun stuff this evening. You are too. Okay, uh, I got a couple other little projects. I'm going to watch some great television shows, spend some time with my lovely wife and my uh, two gorgeous dogs, uh, talk to my brother, talk to my daughter, stay close to your loved ones, okay? Stay connected to them, okay? Closeness doesn't just mean physical proximity. It means the heart. It means the heart. So let's stay connected in the heart, you guys, all right? Uh, and one more thing, um, if you ever thought about taking a <laughs> An online class will be announced over the weekend how you'll be able to take our online stand-up comedy workshops and performance workshops and writing workshops, all right? Uh, goodbye, Cousin Mimi. Until tomorrow, my name is Tony Visick. This show is called Living on a Thin Line. You're going to be able to see it every day at 2 p.m. on Facebook Live and listen on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. All right, thanks a lot, you guys. Bye-bye. 